feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. And if you are just joining us now here on the Rita Cosby Show, a historic night in America and for the world. President Trump has now been indicted and will become the first former U.S. president to be criminally charged in American history. The president releasing a statement just a little bit ago. This is from the 45th president of the United States, again, tied to Alvin Bragg's New York grand jury saying, quote, the Democrats have lied, cheated and stolen in their obsession of trying to get Trump. But now they've done the unthinkable, indicting a completely innocent person in an act of blatant election interference. There are reports that President Trump is expected to turn himself in to court in Manhattan. Remember, he is in Mar-a-Lago, Florida tonight, hunkering down, talking to his attorneys and other counselors. And now we know that, according to reports, he is expected to turn himself in to the court in Manhattan next Tuesday. And there are said to be 30 counts Charge to what Bill O'Reilly was just talking with me about, calling it a, quote, low-level beef. And if the last name wasn't Trump, would there ever even be a grand jury assembled for this? I think the answer most logical-thinking Americans would say is no. And here is Alina Haba. This is President Trump's attorney responding to the stunning news just a little bit ago. There are different teams. Obviously, we have an incredible legal team, and I'm fortunate to work with them. There are different teams based on the states or um, whatever the issues are and investigations that are specialized in those kinds of issues. But you highlighting right now, Brett, um, exactly how many of these grand juries are taking place against President Trump is the exact major problem of politicizing the Justice Department throughout the country. And hopefully the rest of the country will realize just how corrupt these agencies have become and will become, uh, you know, aware and vote and see that our country is in dire need for reform um, and, frankly, fair trials and, and AGs and DAs. And we're lacking that at this moment. And we're also getting reaction from President Trump's family, uh, his son, Eric who was the first of Trump's children to respond publicly, referred to the indictment as, quote, third world prosecutorial misconduct. And here is Donald Trump Jr., his other son, of course, Barron as well to all three of them. But here is Donald Trump Jr. responding angrily just a little bit ago. I was proven even more right than I would have ever imagined, because apparently, you know, Soros back Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg is actually indicting my father. So let's be clear, folks. This is like communist level. This is stuff that would make Mao, Stalin, uh, Pol Pot. It would make them blush. It's so flagrant. It's so crazed when even like the radical leftists of the Washington Post are out there saying, 
It's not really based on facts. It's not really based on the law. It's not really based in reality. But it's 100% based on politics. When your enemies are saying that, wow. it's got to tell you everything you need to know right now about where we are as a country. And just a little bit ago, a statement coming to us from Lanny Davis. He is the attorney for Michael Cohen, who is the person who was at the center of this case, of course, who was working with Alvin Bragg and the grand jury. Uh, This is Lanny Davis on behalf of Michael Cohen, basically saying on July 2nd, 2018, Michael Cohen made the brave decision to speak truth to power and accept the consequences. He has done so ever since. I am proud to have been his lawyer and his friend through this journey and the path of justice and accountability. Is this justice? Is this accountability? This is what you're going to go after? A former president of the United States? The rest of the world is laughing at us tonight. This, to me, is despicable that this weak case, that even liberal attorneys have come out uh, since day one, basically said, this is a stretch, this is a leap, and this is where you're going to go after hundreds of years of jurisprudence in this country and go after the former president of the United States and get a go-pursue criminal charges against him, indict a former president over this? This, to me, is shocking. And joining us now is former Trump attorney and longtime friend of the former president, uh, our dear friend Rudy Giuliani. Rudy, your reaction tonight? Well, I'm very, very sad, uh, Rita. I, I, I don't mean to overdo it, but I'm very depressed and very sad for the country. Uh, the, the statements that were made by Eric uh, are right, right on target, and some, some of the others. I, I don't know, you know, if most Americans are students of communism. I, I happen to have been because I grew up in a Cold War. I worked for Ronald Reagan on communist spies. This is the Communist Manifesto working itself out in real time. This is what Marx wanted for us. Uh, Our criminal justice system has now uh, turned into a state-controlled criminal justice system, controlled and operating for the benefit of the privileged, the Democrat Party. Uh, They don't get prosecuted for crimes at the highest level of government involving millions and millions of dollars. And Republicans get prosecuted either for minor crimes that are exaggerated or crimes that are made up. And this actually even extends to framing the president of the United States. Uh, what they charged him with is just not a crime. And, and, and if it was, it's so minuscule, it's embarrassing. I mean, compare this to Clinton's conduct Assume that Trump is guilty of it seven years ago. Compare it to Clinton's conduct, where he took advantage of an employee, a young woman, an impressionable young woman, had oral sex with her while talking to congressmen, which is disgraceful, dishonoring America, doing it in the Oval Office. And then he committed perjury. By the way, Rita, perjury is a real crime, has been for about a thousand years. By the the way, Rudy, have you heard uh, reportedly there are 30 counts? Uh, My jaw dropped when I heard that 30 counts related uh, to this, what looks like, you know, a a business deal. I mean, this is stunning. Well, I mean, that's ridiculous. And it's seven uh, seven years ago. Tell me how he gets around the statute of limitations. On the misdemeanor, it's two years. On the felony, it's five. 
And the felony is a federal felony, which the state legislature has no authority to pass a law about. Nor does Bragg have authority to indict unless he's become a dictator. Well, let me ask you, are you stunned that Alvin Bragg went forward with this? I mean, Rudy, yesterday it looked like uh, the case was falling apart. Bob Costello testified last week. Um, And then here it is out of the blue. By the way, um, I'm also just looking at comments from Michael Cohen, um, who is smiling all over media tonight and basically saying, basically saying he's here's a quote, Rudy. He said, see you on Tuesday, pal, to uh, to Trump. And he basically said he did not know this was coming. What's your reaction to that, Rudy? My reaction to Lonnie Davis before when he went back about three years ago and said that, you know, that uh, uh, Cohen had changed his ways. You know, he's lied about eight or 10 times since then, including committing perjury in front of the Congress. The Democrats let him go free for it. He testified in front of Congress that he never asked for a job in the administration. This is after he began cooperating and theoretically telling the truth. And then there was a tape produced of his telling Chris Cuomo that he wanted to be chief of staff. Uh, he remember he, he said the other day that he never executed an attorney uh, client waiver. Definitely, Costello's lying. Costello produced a document with his signature on it, uh, witnessed by his own lawyer, waiving the attorney client privilege. He lied about that. He hasn't stopped lying. I go, Lonnie Davis is lying. You, you mean Michael Cohen? And Lonnie Davis knows that he's lying. But Lonnie Davis isn't a lawyer. Lonnie Davis is a public relations liar himself. He's a Clinton, you know, operative. So why do you and think they, Alvin Bragg brought this case? What? Why? Why is he doing this now uh, on something that, if the name wasn't Soros. Trump, you know, it's incredible, Rudy. Got to be that Soros can get him to jump hoops. I mean, he's too fat to jump, but I mean, can get him to do anything he wants. I mean, Soros owns him. He wouldn't be there but for Soros, just like Krasner wouldn't be in Philadelphia setting records for homicide. This guy's getting our people killed left and right. He he, he dropped 52% of the felonies presented to him. Real crimes presented by the New York Police Department. People beaten. People thrown down on the ground. Uh, autistic children beaten up. Uh, people getting shot. He lets them out of jail left and right, 52%. Now he takes this ridiculous misdemeanor and takes a federal crime that the federal government said isn't a crime and attaches that in order to indict a president for the first time and basically just proves to the whole world that we no longer are a country of laws. We're now a corrupt country that operates on uh, basically what can only be described as a fascist justice system. And uh, by the way, Rudy, um, just some other breaking news here. Uh, CNN is reporting that Trump was criminally indicted on 34 counts uh, tied to a business deal seven years ago. Uh, I mean, Rudy, uh, you're a former prosecutor. Would you ever go after a case like this? Seven years old, business issue, and now we're hearing a whopping 34 counts, according to CNN. I guess if I were a, a, a dishonest, dishonorable rogue who lied when he took his oath of office and said he would enforce the law and then announced that he wouldn't enforce half of them, 
And if I got large numbers of people killed because of my irresponsibility in New York, I would do anything, right? Uh, I think the man is a totally amoral disgrace. And uh, he has hurt the country. He has uh, really destroyed the reputation of one of the best district attorney's offices in the country. I mean, he's, he's embarrassed them, disgraced them, used them, used them as, a, as if they were a prosecutorial, prosecutorial arm of Joseph Stalin, except it's Joseph Biden. Now, Rudy, have you had a chance to talk to uh, President Trump since his word broke? I did not, no. No, I thought I'd give him a night to be with his family. Yeah, how do you think he's going to handle it? Uh, there's word oh, that he's supposed to he's supposed to be arraigned uh, next Tuesday or re- multiple I've reports. Through, I've been through all of this with him, right? Yep. He'll be in better shape than we are. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Uh, I, I, I've been telling, I, by the way, I've been telling everybody he's going to walk you know, right through the front door and do a press conference afterwards. That's my gut. I keep thinking he must go behind, some, go in some closet somewhere and cry or something, but I don't think he does. <laughs> He's a remarkable man in that sense and in many senses. And, and it's also like, I mean, this is like the biblical book of Job. And it's really amazing what they've done to him. And th- this begins with a, a $1.1 million frame up, a totally fictitious charge that's pursued for five years and cost the taxpayers over $40 million to investigate three times to find out that he had nothing to do with the Russians and that she was colluding with the, with the Ukrainians. You know, she committed the crime that Bragg is trying to charge him with. She paid $1.1 million to, for the Steele dossier, which is not a dossier at all. It's oppo research intended to destroy Trump as a candidate. Right. And you're talking about Hillary Clinton. Uh, And you know what? You you know what, Rudy, you brought up the whopping amount of money to $40 million. And think about how much this is costing. Um, Rudy, we love you. Um, Any final thing of what you want to say about American justice tonight before we let you go? We've got to fix this. Well, we will not be a united country. In fact, we will keep splitting apart if if, uh, the Democrats keep using the justice system as a crass political weapon, the way the communists, the Nazis, and other dictators and dictatorships do. They have rendered us an embarrassment as a country, America. The American justice system is now an embarrassment. It, 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 it violates human rights. And it is a stunning moment, and we are supposed to be better than that. We are supposed to be the beacon on the hill. Um, Rudy, uh, I am equally shocked and stunned. Uh, yeah. Thank you for joining us. We love you, Rudy Giuliani. This is what you get when you put a 30-year career criminal in the White House. And by the way, speaking of which, uh, turnaround is going to be fair play. You know, that's all I got to say to the Democrats. Yeah. Um, Bill, uh, thank you very, very much, Rudy. We love you. Thank you for being with us. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rudy. When we come back, everybody, we're going to continue your calls. I see lots of callers on the line. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Can you believe this moment? Again, CNN reporting uh, that there are 34 criminal counts against President Trump, and he has been indicted. It's the Rita Cosby Show.
Breaking news. And we continue with this enormous news tonight. Uh, CNN, by the way, just reporting that Trump has been criminally charged with 34 counts, all tied uh, to these business dealings uh, that are low level at best uh, seven years ago. So the fact that President Trump also, according to reports, will be arraigned on Tuesday, that he will turn himself in and come to New York is, of course, in Florida. And there are a lot of pro-Trump supporters outside Mar-a-Lago waving flags tonight, saying Trump, 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 and are saying that they support him more than ever. What are your thoughts, everybody? It's 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Jacqueline, line four. Uh, are you amazed at this moment, Jacqueline? Rita, I actually have to admit, I was completely shocked. And I, I hope you'll give me the opportunity to make my points quickly. I know you have a lot of people holding. Yep, go ahead. Um, my opinion is what is good for the goose is good for the gander. Let us not forget, Joe Biden uh, should be impeached and jailed immediately for the following reasons. The threats that he made to the leaders in Ukraine to fire the lawyer who was investigating Hunter regarding his involvement with Burisma. And if the lawyer wasn't fired, Biden would withhold over a billion dollars in funding to Ukraine. The other issue was Biden was also heard on a hot mic saying as president he would be able to make deals with them. Both of these are issues involving quid pro quo and those we know are favors for money. Also, the timing, I think, was intentional. And I wouldn't be a bit surprised if Bragg paid each one of these jurors to get them to come back with an indictment. Next week is the holiest time of the year, not only for Christians, but also for Jews. Starting with Passover and Holy Thursday, Good Friday, Holy Saturday, culminating with Easter Sunday. I think this is the enemy or the devil at work. And finally, Itchy and Scratchy and all the rest of the ding-dongs need to get their heads and mouths out of their tuchuses because every time they open their mouths, they prove they were the last several online when the good Lord was giving out intelligence. That, and you're talking, when you refer to Itchy and Scratchy, uh, I assume you're referring to some of the people we've had on the show. Um, and, and interesting, this case is so weak and so lame that even uh, the folks are referring to as Itchy and Scratchy have even said that this case shouldn't be the one to go after Trump on. So it'll actually be interesting how they feel tonight, if they stand by that tonight, now that this indictment has come down, if they are as outraged about this two-tiered system of justice in America as we all are, because they have said that they thought it was a lame case. To their credit, it's so obvious the case is so lame and so thin that you're going to go after a former president of the United States To me, this is one of the saddest moments, I think, in American history. I'd feel the same way if it was President Biden or anybody on the charges that we're looking at here with Trump. If you look at it with a business deal that is not even really, no, they would never charge anybody for a misdemeanor. But because he is the former president and they want to just knock him out any way they can, and because he's the leading candidate on the GOP side, They are going after him. This is not America. Uh, This is really, uh, Rudy just said it, like it's a communist system. This is what happens in a banana republic. America is better than that. Jacqueline, thank you very much. Let's go to J.C. Line 8. J.C., your thoughts. Hey, Rita, how are you? First of all, Michael Cohen, raw sewage. Alvin Bragg, raw sewage. So, well, 
You got to speak up, JC. You're fading out. Speak up. Okay. So, raw sewage, both of them. So, what is to say that it looked like Alvin Bragg was walking his back? What is to say that he was not threatened by Soros? What is to say that his family was not threatened by uh that's an interesting point. I mean, he seemed like he was walking it back unless he was just playing with everybody and wanted to, quote, have the element of surprise against Trump and everybody. But who knows what was going on behind the scenes? With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYC. Rita Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, a powerful story coming from Tampa Bay, Florida, where a jet skier's safe arrival at a Florida boat dock was followed by a startling realization that he had lost his fellow passenger somewhere in Tampa Bay. So authorities were called out, and the jet skier didn't realize that the other guy had just fallen off. I uh, didn't realize he was going very fast and suddenly realized he is not here. So Marine unit deputies and the county's aviation unit immediately joined forces to backtrack the jet skier's path. It took the team about 10 minutes to suddenly find a 17-year-old floating far from dry land. Thankfully, the Marine unit was able to pull him to safety. He was wearing a life jacket and was not injured. And authorities say the fast action by the Marine unit, highly skilled, were able to bring him in to safety. Uh, These officers also received a special commendation for responding so quickly and needless to say, saving that very frightened 17-year-old. Well, we are, of course, talking about the enormous news tonight. President Trump indicted CNN reporting that there are 34 counts tied to this what would be a bogus business arrangement, basically. If you look at it, most people would say there would never be any charge if the last name wasn't President Trump. And yet... President Trump now has become the first former president in American history to be indicted. He's expected to be arraigned next Tuesday. Here is Trump's current attorney, Joe Tacopina, responding to this stunning news. This will backfire because we're going to win this case. We will humiliate them. And they will, they will, they will, they will pay the price. They will pay the price for bending the rule of law. Justice will prevail in this case. What a stunning moment. And President Trump himself saying this is election interference at the highest level in U.S. history. And joining us now here on the Rita Cosby Show is a a attorney who has represented President Trump on a number of other matters, Jesse Banal. Jesse, great to have you here on the show on this huge news night. Uh, What is your reaction to what I think has been a stunning development that it seems like nobody saw coming. Yeah, Rita, it really is an extraordinary day, and not for any good reason. This is a a very sad day in American history. 
where you have a prosecutor that has gone probably further than any prosecutor has gone before weaponizing his office in order to uh, try to take out a, a, a political uh, adversary. And that is it's extremely dangerous to see this. Um, and, uh, you know, they say there's 34 counts. When you're willing to invent the law out of thin air, when you're willing to make up facts, you might as well have 134 counts. They're obviously using numbers like that for some sort of political shock value, when in reality they have absolutely zero basis. Zero is the important number here. They have zero legal basis and zero factual basis uh, for this, uh, this case. Where do you see this going? And what do you think the repercussions are on our justice system? You know, I've said, Jesse, that if the last name was Biden, there never would be a charge. And by the way, if there were to be a charge on something like this, I would say it's outrageous. It's over the top, because if you look at it, this is a a business payment. Even if you look at what Bragg says are apparently the facts in this case, if you if you take it all at face value, there would never be a charge. It's just because the last name is Trump. What does this say about American justice, Jesse Bunnell, former Trump attorney? Well, I mean, what it says is, I think, pretty clear is that Republicans don't want to go after their uh, their political adversaries in the courtroom and using the, the criminal courts to do that. They want to go after rapists and murders in the courtroom, the people that Alvin Bragg wants to wants to walk free. Um, and instead, Alvin Bragg sees his office as a tool for politics. He wants to, to choose the next president of the United States. It's not going to work. Um, you know, it, it, President Trump has, you know, said, I, I think today that uh, uh, it's very clear they're they're picking New York because it, it's nearly impossible um, to get a fair trial in New York. And I think that's probably right. One of the really dangerous things here that you look at is the strong echoes from history. Um, one of the things that the founders complained about so much about, uh, that they put it in the Declaration of Independence was King George III's use of pretend offenses in order to go after uh, the colonists. And what they would do is they would they would take somebody on some trumped up charge, they'd put them on a boat, they'd sail them back to London, and they'd put them on trial someplace where they uh, they knew that it was impossible to get a fair trial. And so that's what they're trying to do here. Um, it's not going to work. Uh, I think in in the long run, um, and I, I think uh, you know I, I still have enough faith in our justice system that I, I believe that President Trump is going to be fully vindicated. Um, and more than that, this is going to, I think, really excite the American people um, to who already know that people like Alvin Bragg are going against Donald Trump because of this politics, and it's going to only make them support Donald Trump even more. It's going to make it even more of a certainty that he is going to be our next president. Yeah, I agree. I think it is galvanizing the base. In fact, I saw some new polls today, by the way, where he was definitely even leading more than he had already been on DeSantis and anybody else in the GOP field. Uh, And I agree with you. People are looking at this, and I think anybody with a logical mind And I've talked to attorneys on all sides of the aisle and sort of experts on Mm -hmm. all sides of the aisle, Uh, Democrats, Republicans. They all feel this is a stretch. Um, Are we now at the point of no return in the American justice system? 
I mean, are we at a place yeah. now where where weaponization is fair game? Well, yeah, that's right. That's a great question uh, to ask. And because if, if it's fair for one side, it should be fair for the other. Um, and is that really the world that we want to live in, where um, we are all the way down to a third world country where you, you take and you put your political opponents in, in jail? Um, now, I think the Democrats aren't afraid of this because they know that Republicans like to, to you know, to fight fair. And, and like I said, you know, use the prosecution system to go after violent criminals. Um, but it's uh, it's something that's very, very dangerous once we've kind of opened this door now of going after your uh, your political adversaries. And, you know, it's uh, there's a, another side of this that says that if you if one side unilaterally disarms, then the, that the other side will only continue to go after them. So I think it's very important. One of the most important things that we can do right now is make sure that Congress has some very, very uh, serious legislation and hearings about uh, the politicalization of um, uh, of our of our justice system by Soros prosecutors. They need to haul these people in before Congress, just like, you know, Liz Cheney and, and the Democrats on the January 6th committee did and call them to account for the politicization of of our justice system. We need to have some very serious uh, legislation to uh, beef up. Um, using the prosecutorial system uh, uh, for political prosecutions, it's already illegal. I mean, Alvin Bragg um, already is, in my opinion, has violated a, a very serious federal statute um, on violation of civil rights under color of law. Um, and but Congress really, I think, needs to beef that statute up substantially. They need to have hearings to do that. They need to get to the bottom of that. Um, and so if we if we do that and if we act seriously here, then hopefully we can nip this in the bud and get back to the America that we know and love, where we use our justice system to keep our streets safe, not to try to score political points. Yeah, 1000 percent. And in fact, uh, Congress is trying to get the GOP has already said we want Bragg to come. He's saying I don't have to come. Uh, but sure enough, there will probably be increased pressure to get him up there, especially now after he yeah. has indeed maybe he gone ask, past the threshold. Maybe he should ask Steve Bannon about that. Maybe he should ask, you know, some of the people that the January 6th committee um, subpoenaed, you know. Right, or Alvin Peter Bragg, Navarro. If he, get, right. if he gets a subpoena from Congress, he's got to come. He he should come. Now, what he's banking on is that is that Merrick Garland's Department of Justice is not going to prosecute him if he just is held in contempt of Congress. But Merrick Garland is not going to be the attorney general forever. And the next attorney general, you know, once we, we get an attorney general in there who actually believes in justice and enforcing the law, then that attorney general should enforce uh, a contempt citation at that point. Yeah. And I think there are certainly so many uh, questions that he must answer to the American public after this unprecedented moment. Uh, former Trump attorney Jesse Bennell, thank you so much for being here on the show. We really appreciate it, Jesse, on such a big news night. Yeah, thank you for being with us. Thanks for having me, Rita. Thank you very, very much. And everybody, we're going to take your calls. one 800 848 Let's go to Norm, line two. Norm, this is an unbelievable moment. Your thoughts? My thoughts are, listen, I'm not a lawyer. My gut's telling me uh, I don't think this uh, flimsy indictment is going to go anywhere. That's my first thought. My second thought is I think it's very unfair and sneaky 
how they said the grand jury was going to reconvene for weeks from now, and then they sneakily immediately vote for indictment. I, that's that's not that's not America to me. We don't we don't do things like that. I mean, a slight sleight of hand. Uh, I just it that doesn't. It gives me a bitter taste in my mouth. And and finally, as of today, uh, I am ashamed to be a New Yorker. And I assure you, Mr. Bragg, you will hear Americans disgust and fury over this injustice. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen on Tuesday, but uh, there'll be a lot of protest. And uh, I'll be there. Yeah, by the way, I'm sure there will be so many people out there um, and a lot of people cheering for President Trump saying we support you. I think this mm-hmm. is going to backfire big time, Norm, by the way. I actually think, uh, as Jesse and others have said, uh, this is going to really backfire. And I think it's going to galvanize people uh, mm-hmm. for President Trump because we see for what it is. Don't you think, Norm? Well, I see it. Um, I don't know. There are some people like uh, my friend Jacqueline said, like itchy and scratchy, and they will never see it. Well, um, uh, by the way, they have said uh, that they thought this was a trumped up charge. Uh, so, mm-hmm. and in fact, uh, Norm, we've got Stan on the line. Norm, thank you very much for you're the call. Very welcome. Let's see what Stan has to say. Stan, uh, you're here on the show. Your thoughts. First, how are you? <laughs> All right. He's got a bit of... Hang on on one second, Stan. I just want to take exception to you. I didn't say anything. No, no, no. How are you? I know, but you're laughing, and this is not a night to be laughing. I am laughing. You're absolutely correct. This is... Wait a minute. Hang on. on. No, hold on one second, Stan. How dare you laugh at a moment now where the former president of the United States, whether it's a Republican, Democrat, Independent, we have gone down a road. I think that even you yourself said this is an inflated charge. It's a weak case. And now we have a DA that has crossed the line and gone after a former president of the United States. And uh, what you're what sipping margaritas and celebrating. Go ahead. There's nothing to celebrate. Well, let me straighten you out just a little. First of all, uh, you'll let him talk very nice. Okay. I agree. Did I not agree with you? I thought it was small potatoes. I did. And by the way, and I brought that up because well, right. absolutely. Well, here's the point. So here's nothing the point. to laugh about. Uh, well, uh, I also said to you, what the hell does this guy have? I said that to you. He's got to have something more than this because that won't work. And then they drop it. And what does he do? He outfoxes Trump. He outfoxes you. He outfoxes me. And he says, well, we're not going to do anything for a month. And then comes up with the indictments, 34th indictments, uh, uh, closed. Well, he's got to have something more than that. He's got to have the goods on something. I don't know about that. Let me Stan, Stan, if if he doesn't have the goods, and even if he has the goods on a business deal from seven years ago. No, I'm just saying that we do know it has to do with that, at least in part or all. If it does, uh, then guess what? Uh, Would you if the name was not Trump? There's no doubt there would never, this would never go to a grand jury. I have news for you. Uh, if it ain't this, it'll be the other one. I, I personally, as we said, I, I was very blunt with you. I don't think this was the major case. But he the did other, it, Stan. Stan, let's, I, I, hang on, he Stan. me. Stan, I don't want to go to the next case. I want to focus on this one. If indeed it is as weak as we think it is, and it definitely is tied to a business deal, the Stormy Daniels business deal, that... Even liberal attorneys have said to me, and and you've even said it is a weak case. If it is as it stands, what do you think of American justice tonight? You are, you, I know you don't like Trump, but I know you love this country and love justice. Your thoughts, Dan? 
That's just the point, Rita, which you don't get, Norm, and the rest of the view you don't get. He has an absolute right to be in the courthouse. He's going to he's going in there heads up. And absolutely. Stan, wait a minute. Not, I no, no. I just yet. want to say to you, yeah. if, if it was you, I would not I like the best lawyers I got. Stan, I, I'm sure you would. But here's the point. Why would you be dragged into the court system if it's not a charge you would go after somebody else? It's not fair to drag somebody if at the end of the day it seems to be a weak, bogus case that we all agree on. So you're going to drag the country through it. You're going to drag a former president of the United States for the first time in American history on something that even you believe is a weak case. That is not the way justice works. You don't say, hey, maybe I'll just pretend there's a case. And even if it gets dropped at the end of the day, no big deal. It is a big deal to somebody who spends two or three years and millions of dollars trying to fight a bogus charge. That's not the way it should work against Stan or Trump or Rita. Your thoughts? No, please. Yeah, please. Uh, he will have a chance in the courts to defend himself. And it, it, this is an adversary system of justice. Adversary. That means both parties get their chance. He has the best lawyers in the world. He'll have uh, five or ten. And he may not, according to what I've heard, he doesn't even have to testify. So if Bragg doesn't have it, it'll fall apart. But for what I'm hearing, he has something. I asked you, what the heck is he going to trial for? I mean, what is he? he ha- 34 counts, he has to have more than about Stormy Daniels. That's minimal. I agree. It's nothing. But it's got to be more than that. So he'll have a fair chance. He'll go into the court. He'll get fingerprinted, he'll get this, he'll get that. Yeah, well, yeah right. Anyway. Yeah, Stan, Stan, what the heck? Let's just drag somebody uh, uh, somebody for a bogus charge and ruin their life for two years oh, and they're running break. for this president. Shame he on you, Stan. Shame on you. It. If you believe in justice, you would I say, do. I and do Stan, believe in that's why you should say right now this is a preposterous charge against somebody that shouldn't be charged. And I would say it if it was Biden. I would say it if it was anybody. But the fact that you're going to drag a former president through the United States, even if you're saying at the end of the day the charges will be dropped, uh, no big deal. That is a ridiculous charge, Stan. And how dare you say that about American justice? And I would say it about you, Stan. I would say that is not fair to Stan if it was you. And you have to have the guts to say it against Trump for once. did not commit the possible crimes and misdemeanors or whatever he did in his past. I didn't do that. I, I didn't tell him to screw around with Stormy Daniels and pay her off. I didn't tell him to possibly uh, stand. You still will not election. even even the at this stand. Stand at this moment, you still won't even admit. You've said it's a bogus charge, and you still think it's okay to drag somebody through two years of hell and the country through two years of hell, which is probably going to be between court cases and fights and appeals and money, and you think it's okay. That's not the way it works. We are not We are not Russia. We're not some third-world country, Stan. We are better than that, and you are better than that. I'll give you the last word, Stan. Thank you very much. Well, come. Let's both come down. <laughs> Let me explain something. I'm not going to come down. They just charged the former president uh, of the United not, States. I'm not, I'm not as mad as you, but Bill Clinton went through a lot of hell, too, as I remember, and he had to testify and he did it and he did this and did that so don't cry to me about and him, guess what Donald he stayed Trump. he stayed as president and he was never criminally charged stan and guess what well he it lied, was an impeachment and guess what like they trump. well guess what they impeached trump twice so now uh, that didn't work after millions and millions of dollars of bogus charges so that didn't work so let's throw another dart uh so th- uh, this is insane but stan i love you And uh, I'm glad at least you think it's a bogus charge, but that's not the way justice works. And you know better than that. 1-800-8489-222. 
This is the Rita Cosby Show. A stunning moment. President Trump has been indicted. Again, there are reports that there are some 34 counts. And Stan, uh, I'm not sure if he's itchy or scratchy, one of the two, um, as you guys call him quite often, basically says, oh, well, Trump will be exonerated. It's probably a weak case. Thanks a lot, Stan. That is not the way justice works in America. There should not be two separate systems of justice just because your last name is Trump. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Tom in Boston. Tom, your thoughts about this. Hi, Rita. I'm telling you, this proves that this president, Donald J. Trump, is the most honest president we have ever had in history, as far as I'm concerned. We are being run by the American mafia. This is, I think this is a banana republic right now. This is incredible. They're printing money like that, uh, monopoly money. Yeah, you're right. They're spending money like it's crazy, like it's water. And they're going to spend tons of our money on a bogus indictment, um, which I think is why Bragg, I think, has to go to Capitol Hill as uh, former Trump's attorney, uh, Jesse Benal. We were just talking with him a few minutes ago, said that he has to reply. Uh, you know, uh, remember what happened to Steve Bannon when he didn't? Uh, they went after him. Same with Peter Navarro. Well, Bragg, you when you are subpoenaed by Congress, you better go. And he needs to explain why did he come to this basis, how much American taxpayer money is being spent on this sham, and where he intends to go with all of this. Uh, let's go to Marianne, line seven, real quick. Marianne, your thoughts. Um, Rita, um my family are devastated. Okay, we are really saddened with this. And the injustice is too much. It is. It is outrageous. And I hear your sorrow because it is a sad day, not just for President Trump. It is a sad day for American justice. We're going to continue your calls and former Trump attorney Jenna Ellis after the break. Feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. I know your name is Rita, because your perfume is smelling sweeter. Since when I saw you down on the floor. Breaking news. And tonight here on the Rita Cosby Show, as we continue our big breaking news special coverage, President Trump has been indicted by Alvin Bragg's New York grand jury, making President Trump the first former president in American history to be criminally charged. He is expected to turn himself in to be arraigned in New York next Tuesday. And there are reports that President Trump is facing 34 counts, that's right, 34 counts related to business fraud charge tied basically to the Stormy Daniels case, which is seven years old and a case that nobody, if their name wasn't President Trump, would have been charged. By the way, some new news coming in uh, from President Trump's current attorney, Joe Tacopina, saying that his client, President Donald Trump, was shocked when he learned just a few hours ago that the Manhattan Grand Jury voted to indict him. 
And President Trump also putting out a statement himself just a little bit ago saying the Democrats have lied that this is an act of blatant election interference at the highest levels in history. And Michael Cohen was the star witness for it all. Michael Cohen, who served time uh, for lying, he's a convicted felon. And this is his reaction. He was very gleeful and basically also said on TV, see you next Tuesday, pal. That was his comment to President Trump. Here is what he said also a little bit ago. It shows that the rule of law, that justice still exists in this country and that accountability really matters. That is Michael Cohen, and again, a guy who has been convicted in a number of cases, and this is what Alvin Bragg based his case on. Well, joining us now here on the Rita Cosby Show is former Trump attorney Jenna Ellis. Uh, Jenna, thank you for joining us on this big news night. Your reaction to what has happened now? Well, Rita, I think you summed it up very well, and uh, so did President Trump, actually, that this is blatant election interference. And if this was anyone else whose name was not Donald Trump, who was not uh, the front-running candidate for the GOP 2024 nomination, this wouldn't be happening. This is uh, a ridiculous political persecution that should never happen in the United States of America. This is weaponizing law enforcement. It is weaponizing a Soros-backed prosecution office. And I think that um, all of America, regardless of partisanship and regardless of your political perspective, should be outraged because the entire intent of this very clearly is to simply take out a political opponent. And regardless of who you want to win the election, this should always come down to a free and fair choice that the voters decide not a weaponized Manhattan district attorney. So I I believe that President Trump will fight this. I think that overall, um, it will give him a bump in the polls. Um, People, of course, will be outraged. He will firm up his base. But overall, uh, I think that the Democrats are hoping that in the long run, it actually makes him weaker financially in terms of his uh, campaign and fundraising and ultimately with the moderate Um, some of the GOP outliers, and um, some of the independent voters. Do you think that that is really going to happen, though? Because we even heard that right after when President Trump came out and said, well, I might be arrested. Remember, that was about two weeks ago. It seems like years ago, but it was two weeks ago. And when he came out with that, Jenna Ellis, uh, he raised $1.5 million because people said this is over the top. Now it has happened, and he has actually been indicted, and he's expected to turn himself in, they said, on Tuesday. Um, Don't you think this may galvanize people? Because it does look like such a weaponized justice system. You also uh, have called it, quote, a legal disaster. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it will galvanize people as it should. And um, and I think that it will help solidify his base. Um, But I also think that we have a long way to go until the primary. And um, the concern that I have for him is exactly what the leftists and the Democrats and the never Trumpers tried to do since uh, 2015 with Spygate and then the Mueller investigation, impeachment one, impeachment two. 
the COVID pretext and then the uh, the raid on Mar-a-Lago and now this. I mean, you know, the witch hunts, we, we have to list them off because there are so many. It's like hard to keep track anymore. Uh, but all of these things are designed to drain his war chest. And that's what they were designed to do uh, heading into the 2020 election when he was the incumbent. And this is in part, I believe, what um, they are trying to do. And so I think it should galvanize his base. Um, It should galvanize any American who cares about genuine uh, freedom and liberty and justice and the rule of law in this country. Um, Nancy Pelosi and all of the Democrats love to say, well, no one is above the law. Well, no one is below the law either. And this is, as you mentioned, Rita, a seven-year old offense that is well outside the statute of limitations, Alvin Bragg has to manipulate himself into a legal pretzel in order to try to get there and use a pretext after pretext after pretext to try to bring this case, which uh, his predecessor, Cyrus Vance, no fan of Donald Trump and the Department of Justice both declined to uh, to pursue. And so this is clearly politically motivated, um, but, but it's just really going to depend what the high level donors do in terms of whether or not this effectively has an impact on his 2024 war chest. Have we crossed a dangerous line also, um, you know, where now it's like a free-for-all? Okay, first they go after him twice on indictments, now making him the first former president in American history to be criminally charged uh, and on a bogus, very weak charge that, again, if the last name wasn't Trump, Jenna Ellis, you know darn well they never would go after anybody on this. Um, it, have we now crossed the line um, where it's going to be a tit for tat, too? And, and it's and it, it says something about American justice. To me, this is a really sad day for the greatest country in the world. It really is. And and the Democrats have crossed so many lines intentionally to try to tear down American institutions and politicize them and weaponize them. They've been doing that uh, from decades past with activist judges on the courts. They have tried to manipulate uh, the rule of law in, in and throughout the ju- judiciary and in and throughout the executive branch as well in the Department of Justice through the Biden administration, uh, not just against Donald Trump, but against regular Americans, um, including the J6ers, including against parents. I mean, the Congress is looking at, um, and Mike Johnson, who is one of my favorite people in Congress from Louisiana, who sits on uh, one of the special committees in Congress, was telling me on my radio show this week how the Department of Justice and the FBI were targeting parents in America and putting them on terror watch list just because they dared to go to their children's school board meetings and ask what kind of curriculum was being taught in their classrooms. I mean, so this isn't just about Donald Trump. He is right that he is the main and primary target because he's standing in the way of a complete destruction and overhaul of American institutions. But the Democrats are weaponizing every institution they possibly can and are coming after conservatives and Americans. And it's not going to stop until we as Americans stand up and say, no, enough is enough. And this is not the United States of America. The rule of law, the U.S. Constitution still preserves and protects our rights. Absolutely. And I know we just got a few seconds left with you, Jenna Ellis, former Trump attorney. Um, I've known the president for decades. You've known him a long time, too. Uh, We both have had many conversations with him. How do you think he's going to handle this? Apparently he was shocked. uh, But how do you think he will handle Tuesday? I think he's going to walk right through the front door. He's going to come out afterwards and say how bogus the whole process is. What do you think? 
Oh, 100%. I think that he is going to make a huge media spectacle out of it, which he should, uh, to show the country what is really going on. I think that he is going to fight this with every fire that he has. And I also don't think that he is going to let Governor Ron DeSantis out of Florida have anything to do with a political win by being able to suggest that uh, that he, Ron DeSantis, will not go along with any sort of extradition request. So I do think that Donald Trump and his lawyers will plan to just go willingly to Manhattan for that arraignment and face that uh, because Ron DeSantis came out tonight and said um, very well, I thought, that this is a weaponizing of the system and he would not cooperate uh, with the Manhattan District Attorney. So I think under those circumstances as well, um, that will lend to Donald Trump just going up there. But I think that you're right. He will um, he will look at this in the optimistic way that he always does, which is, you know, they keep on coming. They can't touch him. And this is just another thing that will bring a courage and motivation for him to continue to fight for this country. And yeah. I really respect him for that. Yeah, he's going to take it head on. I agree with you. I mean, it, it is amazing, um, his resilience at all of this. Jenna, we appreciate it. I know you've got a busy night here. Uh, former Trump attorney uh, and great legal mind, Jenna Ellis, thank you so much for being with us here on the show. Thanks so much, Rita. Always appreciate your insights and joining you. You're a great friend and a brilliant mind, and I just love your show. So thanks so much. Thank you. Right back at you. Thank you very, very much. The great Jenna Ellis. Uh, What are your thoughts, everybody? 1-800-848-9222. I do see, just as Jenna said, uh, I've known the president uh, and his family for years. I see the president saying, okay, on Tuesday, bring it on. He's going to want to walk through the front door. He's not going to want to, like, slink in a side door. He's going to want to walk there straight, uh, probably through a crowd of supporters who are going to be cheering him on, Uh, maybe others, too. It is New York. Um, And then he's going to come out, I bet you, on the way out and say, this is what I said. I am being unfairly persecuted. I'm being unfairly targeted. Uh, And he's going to, like, just take it head on. Uh, That is Donald Trump. And that is the power of Donald Trump. And he says he is 100 percent innocent and he is going to fight, quote, these bogus, ridiculous charges. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Anthony on line four. Anthony, uh, your thoughts of where this is going. This is going to be an unbelievable moment. It, ha- it has been today. But if next Tuesday President Trump is going to be arraigned, as reports are right, I think he's going to walk through the front door. Uh, and he will control the moment, if you will. Yes, Tabita, thank you so much for taking my call and uh, belated happy birthday. Your birthday and my birthday fall apart maybe by five days uh, in November. Uh, and I'm sorry I missed. Anthony, you Anthony, you missed me by a few months, but I'm glad you're here. <laughs> and, know, and happy belated birthday to both of us. Hey, what are your thoughts uh, on this, Anthony? On, on this, you know what, I think, in my opinion, I think Donald Trump he is sacrificing himself. I really do think he's sacrificing himself because if, it, if it's good for the goose, it's going to be good for the gander. Okay, he knows he's not going to he's not going to lose this. He's going to win it, but he's also going to go after. Once he gets back in, he's going to go back after Biden. He's going to go back after the Biden family, and they are they're going to get the worst the worst bite of this whole shark bite. And I believe that he is sacrificing himself for this. Well, and you know what's interesting, Anthony, you bring up a really powerful point, because I think 
uh, the timing of this is no surprise because they are starting to zero in on good old Hunter Biden. And remember, they just got a whole bunch of those bank records and some of the transactions from the Treasury signaling, indeed, that there was money that came in to a Hunter Biden associate, Rob Walker. Then they have records that Rob Walker showed up at the White House, uh, you know, more than a dozen times when Joe Biden apparently was the vice president, even though he says he didn't know anything. And they just what happened to what be getting tours of the White House. Um, but regardless, all the money trail is starting to unravel there. And so you have to wonder, is this sort of uh, deflection by Bragg and the Democrats, knowing that things are zeroing in on Biden and looking pretty bad, at least on Hunter? We'll see where it goes. We don't know. But the money on the surface looks pretty bad. Um, and now this comes. Uh, it's like, you know, try to put attention over here and maybe take it away from Hunter. Uh, great points, Anthony. Thank you very much. And, and thank you for the belated birthday greetings. By the way, we have another one coming up in a few months. So you got make sure you call me around then, too, Anthony. You're terrific. Very sweet. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. What an unbelievable night in American history. And I want to hear your thoughts on how you think President Trump will handle this. He's going to take it head on and take it to brag. This is the Rita Cosby Show. And if you are just joining us tonight, by the way, uh, some other big news and some very sad news coming in from our newsman, Bob Brown. Two Memphis police officers are in critical condition right now after they were shot at close range. Police say that it happened during an altercation with a suspect who was also shot. All three transported to a local hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. The suspect is also said to be in critical but stable condition. And again, two heroic Memphis police officers fighting for their life tonight after they were shot at close range uh, just a few hours ago. We will keep you posted. And of course, our thoughts and prayers with them and all of our great men and women in blue. We are talking, of course, about President Trump indicted. And again, this is stunning. This uh, CNN is reporting it's 34 counts. Uh, so we have not seen the actual indictment, the actual document, which will be pages upon pages and explain what they base this on. Uh, when that gets unsealed, maybe that could be as early as tomorrow. It could potentially be during the arraignment. Uh, we will, of course, bring that to you. That will explain further the details. But we are told it is related, at least in part, to the Stormy Daniels case, which is a business deal from seven years ago. And again, President Trump probably being the only American ever charged with this kind of an offense tied to a business deal that was seven years ago. Uh, that most people would say is just a personal matter and no DA in this country would ever bring, let alone a misdemeanor or a felony charge on this. But because it's Donald Trump, the Democrats are weaponizing and going full throttle. This is an outrageous day, I say, in American justice. To me, a sad, pathetic day at that. Let's go to Tony in Florida. Uh, line 7, Tony. Um, by the way, how far are you from Mar-a-Lago? Hey, Tony, you there? Um, I'm in Clifton. Okay, yeah. How far is that? Just for our listeners, how far away is that? Oh, no, I'm in New Jersey, so I 
I think you have us mixed up, Rita. Oh, okay. You, we, you, we had Florida. Sorry, Tony. We Forgive me about that. What are your thoughts? Go ahead. So, you know, I have seen the Democrats put a wrecking ball to our country. And today they kind of just, you know, they just kind of tipped everything over with the court system. But I've always, like everyone's been saying, felt that President Trump has been our hero. He's a resilient man. And I'm hoping that it spreads to those who are in the Republican Party, because they need to get some, as as my friend Curtis says, kahunas, because if the Republicans don't start kicking some butt and straightening this out, you know, it's the whole, it's not just President Trump, it's the whole country that's being plowed down. No, so you're, really looking- by, by the way, you're right. The Republicans all need to rally around him. And so far, we've heard DeSantis, Youngkin, uh, McCarthy, and a number of others doing that. But you're right. They got to put on their big boy pants and big girl pants and show some cojones and rally around this president. And by the way, Democrats should, too, because it's outrageous. Let's go to Sandra, line four. Sandra, your thoughts. Oh, good evening, Rita. I wanted to say a few quick thoughts. One, I think they deliberately uh, postponed, you know, they said it would be in a month just to trick us so they wouldn't have protests after the verdict. That's the first thought I had. Then I thought this whole thing might be, in, in, uh, with all the other reasons, that, you know, the, the banks are failing big time. And they- That's a good point. Maybe it's a distraction with all the problems at the border and the banks and everything else. We'll continue with your calls after the break. Rita Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And in tonight's Support Our Heroes segment, a very sad story coming from Fort Campbell area in Kentucky, where the Army is now announcing some really tragic news that nine service members aboard two Black Hawk helicopters that crashed on Wednesday night in Kentucky near Fort Campbell have died. Two Black Hawks of the 101st Airborne Division, which is the Air Assault uh, Best of the Best Division, were conducting a training exercise at approximately 10 p.m. last night when they crashed. Uh, the governor of Kentucky, Andrew Bashir, putting out a statement saying, quote, Today is a tough and tragic day for Kentucky, for Fort Campbell, for the 101st. The nine individuals we lost are children to God. They will be mourned and missed by their families and by their communities and no doubt by a grateful, grateful nation. And it just shows uh, often how difficult and deadly these training exercises can be. 101st, they are often the first ones in the fight whenever there's some sort of incursion or problem. Uh, they are the best of the best. And our thoughts and prayers are with everybody there with 101st and, of course, everybody in the military uh, mourning such an enormous, enormous loss tonight. We are talking, of course, about this big news also of President Trump being indicted. And by the way, Vice President Pence, who has not always seen eye to eye with President Trump on a number of other things, has come out in the last few minutes calling it an outrage, saying that this is so over the top. 
many others saying that this is a weaponizing of our American justice system. Again, President Trump indicted by Alvin Bragg's grand jury just a few hours ago. And we're hearing that President Trump uh, will be turning himself in. Uh, What a moment that is going to be next Tuesday, apparently, according to reports, and that he would be arraigned in Manhattan. Uh, Many people gathering outside of Mar-a-Lago where he is tonight in Florida. Obviously, that would be coordinated by the Secret Service, by the FBI, by the NYPD. Uh, But this, to me, is an outrageous moment in American history. Uh, We're also going to hear from former prosecutor Brett Tolman is going to be calling us any moment to give us his take. He is one of the great legal minds out there to get his perspective on what is undoubtedly an incredible Uh, Just, I think, outrageous miscarriage of justice and a moment in history that I think we can't turn back from. The sieve is opened. And I think uh, this is going to be, think about now, uh, Hunter Biden. Uh, Hunter Biden shouldn't be thinking, oh, boy, uh, they're distracted. Hunter Biden better be thinking of uh, maybe I'm in trouble. If President Trump is going to be indicted on criminal charges to a business deal, a low-level business deal offense uh, that happened seven years ago. And now the GOP committee, the oversight committee with James Comer and all those others are looking at uh, bank records where they're seeing millions upon millions of dollars coming from China, going to partners of Hunter Biden at the time and then going to a multiple of, you know, family members tied to Joe Biden. Uh, Imagine what offenses might end up out of that. We don't know where it goes. You obviously want justice to be fair. Uh, But if you're going to go after a former president on a very low-level business deal, and now we've got, of course, Hunter Biden, put all this in perspective. To me, this is an unbelievable moment in American history that we would actually go after a former president on something that nobody would ever be charged with a misdemeanor on if their last name wasn't Trump. If their last name wasn't Trump, we wouldn't even be talking about it tonight. But because... It is in New York City because it seems to be a very politically charged DA by the name of Alvin Bragg. They are going for this. And this is what you're going to go after a former president and basically break all sort of modicums uh, and procedures and history. Hundreds of years where we have never, ever gone after a former president in American history. And you're going to go after it. On a business charge, basically, an allegation charge to Stormy Daniels seven years ago. This is stunning. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Bill on line six. Bill, your thoughts about this. Hello, Rita. What do you think, Bill? I think uh, I'd like to make four points and then ask you a question if I could. So, so, and then I'll hang up and you can respond. Okay. Is that okay? Sure. But go real quick, Bill. We got a okay. lot of callers. It's a big uh, night. Hurry okay. up. Okay. The Democrats have shown that they are the party of hate. And if you don't think so, think about they still hate Pre- President Nixon from how many years ago, even though he's dead. So I would recommend that Trump move out of New York because they're just going to keep going after him after he's no longer president in the second time. The second idea is that I'm offended. When people keep saying this is a third-party uh, act or third-party uh, third-world country, because I think Nigeria is still considered a third-world country, but their justice system would never do this. This is where 
third world dictatorships operate. Now, third point, while, while we're thinking about it, we need to come up with a phrase for what they're doing right now. And I, I suggest the phrase, we can call this the day the country died. Because, in effect, the country is dying from what the Democrats is doing to them. And the, the, first, the fourth thing, if you're as mad as I am, you should do what I did earlier tonight. And that's donate money to President Trump. And it, you know what? If President Trump were to get $10 million in the next uh, 24 hours, the Democrats would defecate in their pants. Now, yeah, you know what? You know what? By the way, uh, you're right that there will be a lot of money coming in to President Trump because people are fed up, and I think the money is going to keep rolling in, like you're saying, because people are seeing this. Uh, go ahead, real quick, Bill. Okay. Now the question is, do you think that party of hate Democrats who want to lynch an innocent man would actually have a fair trial in New York, or do you think they'd just be going, "I want to be able to brag to my friends that I convicted President Trump." You know what? That's a great point. I think he does want to go down in history as sort of the guy who indicted Trump. I really do. I think you're absolutely correct, because what other reason would you do it? It's a weak, lame case. Um, I also think, by the way, that they're going to rue the day because there are other cases out there. Uh, They're looking at stuff in Georgia. They're looking at stuff elsewhere. And people are going to see this as a bogus one. And anything else that even looks more serious, potentially, is, I think, going to be hurt by a bogus charge, by an overzealous prosecutor. I think some of the other ones, obviously, are overzealous, too. But it's going to really, I think, taint everything from here on out because it looks so bad. But I think Alvin Bragg didn't want to be the last one to go after Trump. He clearly was intent on going after him. He saw a moment, he saw a New York grand jury that, for the saying, you know, that you can indict a ham sandwich, that is absolutely correct, uh, clearly, they were going to do it on this one, no matter what, it seems like. And Alvin Bragg, again, in a grand jury, uh, most of the time you don't even present any side of the other side. Uh, in this case, we know Bob Costello did go forward, but there was one witness. And who knows how many other witnesses they heard from. They probably heard from 20 or 30 that Alvin Bragg and, and a very sort of thin slice of what Alvin Bragg wanted to present them. And we know that for a fact because Bob Costello even brought up the point that he had 321 different uh, conversations, text messages and emails that showed that Michael Cohen, he says, was a liar. This is what he says. And he said the grand jury only saw six of them. So, of course, if you only see six and you don't see the other 315, guess what's going to happen? And Alvin Bragg, I think, was intent to go down in history and say, I was the one who got Trump. Uh, for whatever reason, for his political motivations or somebody else telling him to do it, uh, I think it's not just him on his own. And I think the story of what's behind this has yet to be told. But that is very, very perceptive, Bill. Thank you very much. Uh, let's go to Don, line two. Don, where do you think this is going? Hi, Rita. Um, I have a message for Governor DeSantis and Nikki Haley. I would urge them to get out of the race and back Trump for party unity. Um, it's only going to play into the Democrats' hands if they start sniping at each other, and we can't have that. Uh, um, This is a situation where everybody has to come together under the same tent and and, uh, uh, unify. That's my comment. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Don, thank you very much. Let's go to Roger in Massachusetts. Line 8, Roger, your thoughts. 
Well, just like just like the three strikes you're out that Adam Schiff presented us, um, they're just going to drag this out through 24. All they want is to, to, to uh, keep him from um, successfully running. Number two is I'm personally offended that Hillary did the same as Watergate, but far, far worse by wiretapping into the White House and the uh, servers and Trump's servers. And she just got away with a little bit of a fine. And um, the third the third thing was... Uh, by, by the way, Raj, you brought up a great point because remember she bleached a bit it. And remember also James Comey, uh, then uh, the FBI director, came out and said he thought she did something wrong, but that no reasonable prosecutor would ever go after her. And yet, to your point, it seems much more serious than what we're hearing tied here to President Trump. Uh, and that, to me, indicates, boy, a big double standard in justice. Great points, Raj. Let's go to Dom in Minnesota. Line six. Dom, an unbelievable night. Go ahead. Oh, is that me, Rita? Yep, it is you, my friend. Go ahead. Okay. You know, uh, I can't wait to buy a dozen of those coffee mugs and sweatshirts that says with the caption, Alvin and the Chipmunks. I'll brag all the way to the White House and let's go Brandon. <laughs> oh, so so what? You're going to buy up all the merchandise, right? Absolutely. With his mugshot on it, I'll keep it and give it away for for friends and neighbors. <laughs> what do you What do you think, well, Dom? It is a sad day, you know, though. Boy, you know, is it a on, sad on day. On a serious note, I mean, I don't want people to think I'm excusing all that behavior, alleged behavior, but. Basically, if he if he was going to go, Alan Bragg was going to go after people like Trump, half of Congress should be in jail and half of the Senate should be in jail based on what what shenanigans go on. You know, I mean, I just I can't you, you probably can't count enough people that have given money to like, you know, non-disclosure agreements or, you know, in, in the history of this country. So, I mean, I just I think I think I'm I'm one of them. He probably just upped his uh, number of supporters that want him in the White House in 2024 by maybe double, triple the amount. Because even maybe fence sitters and Democrats are saying, "Oh, this is you know this thing. They could come after me now if they can go after Trump like this on such a flimsy charge." And especially with having Bragg letting off criminals and murderers and rapists off into the street and going after this guy, it's plain as day that it's political. Yeah, and by the way, uh, Dom, too, um, we had Bill O'Reilly. Uh, we were talking with him uh, earlier tonight, and Bill was telling us uh, that this GA has prosecuted 35% fewer felonies than his predecessor. I-, I mean, that is a startling number. This is a guy who basically lets felons, you know, serious crimes who've committed felonies, basically reduce to a misdemeanor, if nothing. And yet here is something that's a nothing burger and he's elevating it to a felony. If that doesn't say it all, uh, that to me just speaks volumes. Let's go to Robert. Line eight. Robert, uh, this is an amazing night. Go ahead. Yes, I'm saddened. How does CNN know there's 34 counts? It's supposed to be still sealed, right? Yep, you are absolutely right. Clearly someone's leaking like a sieve. That's right. Thank you. No, you're right. Robert, as soon as I heard that, I thought the exact same thing. Uh, Why is this coming out? It's supposed to be a secret proceeding. Uh, Let's go to Jay, line four. Go ahead, Jay. Jay, are you there? Rita. Yep, hurry up, Jay. Go ahead. Yes. How does, what will the Republican response be? 
Well, Are we just going to roll over and cry foul and say hypocrisy, it's hypocrisy? Well, what do you think it should be? What should too. it be? They got to fight back. They got The DA's got to go at the, at the Hillary and at Comey. Well, you know what? Let's see what they do. I mean, right now, uh, at least Republicans so far are rallying around the bogus charges. Uh, we'll say that. Uh, I don't know if they're going to go that far back, but you could make the case. Why not? Based on what we have seen here and certainly Hunter Biden, uh, as they investigate that, let's see where that road goes. Uh, This is dangerous territory, to your point. This is opening a floodgate. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And I'll continue with your calls when we call back. It's the Rita Cosby Show. What an unbelievably historic night, and I call it a sad day in America, our double standard of justice. President Donald Trump so far has come out swinging in a statement saying, again, this is a political persecution and election interference at the highest level in history. No doubt we're going to hear a lot more from him in the coming days. Also, his family uh, blasting Uh, The charges Uh, so much so Donald Trump had to be a junior, had to be bleeped out a couple times because they are steaming mad. Also, Joe Tacopina, who is the attorney for President Trump in this matter, uh, is coming out and saying that he was stunned and that the president was just shocked and stunned because it looked like, again, that Alvin Bragg's grand jury had gone for a break. The case was falling apart. It looked like it was sort of uh, just a lame falling apart case that was just going to fade away. And then it came out like a rocket ship. I was literally on the air when the news broke earlier today on Katz and Cosby with um, my great, great colleague and boss here at Red Apple Media, John Katz and when the word broke. And everybody's jaw just dropped, uh, as it did clearly with President Trump and his family. This, to me, is an abuse of justice, and it is outrageous. No former American president should be charged with something as bogus as this. You're going to go after the former president of the United States? It better be something super serious. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Teddy. Line six. Teddy, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. Uh, Rita, after contemplating everything, I am changing my opinion on what I had said to you previously. I support the indictment. I think the man is immoral. I think he's he's a selfish individual. He's a narcissist. Who are you talking about, Alvin Bragg? Who are you talking about, Alvin Bragg? No, no, I'm talking about Donald T. Trump. Okay. All right. So I know let, you let me, disagree with no, me. No, you know why I disagree with I you? I know for, you disagree with me. Actually, you know why I disagree with you, Teddy? You'll be surprised. Two reasons. One, um, first off, you don't even stick to your guns because yesterday in the last few days, you have been saying this seems like a thin case. You just said you flipped. What, now because he's indicted? Uh, you're going to Because gonna I heard that there's 34 charges. There's 34 Charges, Rita. So I'm don't, not an you think it could be, don't you think it could be 34 trumped up charges? Because guess what? We haven't heard that there's any new information that's changed the dial here. Well, Rita, do you think, let me ask you this. Do you think District Attorney Bragg would go through this 
with his reputation on the line. And if it turns out that it's a trivial case and they dismiss it readily in a quick manner, don't you think his reputation would be hurt tremendously? And why would he and take on this? All right. So, so like Teddy, that? to answer your question, yes and yes. I think he is a political animal. He saw an opportunity to go down in history as the guy who indicted Trump. And I think this case is going to go down in flames. And I think it is pathetic. And I think this is an abomination of justice, Teddy. It is an outrageous abomination of justice. And I would say that if the last name was Biden. And guess what? That's what you basically said last night, too. So you should stick to your principles. That would be a nice thing. one 800 848 Let's go to Sal, line four. Sal, your thoughts. Sal from Staten Island. The bottom line reader is Mussolini, Hitler, Stalin, Men, they are in hell right now burning where they should, and they're rejoicing because America, God bless and God help America, is sinking down to the lowest levels. This is an absolute outrage. It's beyond the statute of limitation. It's not a federal case. He is guilty, this scum, uh, brag of prosecutorial misconduct, and he's a bully and a thug. It's an absolute disgrace. And the bottom line is America is going on a road that's going the one-way trip to hell if we don't turn around. God help America. God help American veterans. Because he should be concerned, Brad, about the South Shore of Staten Island, the cocaine, hashish, heroin, and opiates prescription pain pill, capital of the world. Number two is Brooklyn and Bronx. Number three is Manhattan, Long Island, and Queens. And number four is New Jersey. Why is he concerned about that? Overdoses every day. That's the bottom line. Do your job, you slob, Brad. Prosecute real criminals. This is such a blatant, outright disgusting abuse of power and any and now the people who are disgusted with this and can't stand biden and people who don't didn't have a voice until trump came in can go to the polls and put trump and desantis in because as an american veteran he backs us up and so does desantis god help america he should be concerned Greg, that american veterans are out in the cold tonight eating and drinking out of garbage cans outside his office for the love of God, that woman was right before. This is the most sacred time in Judaism and, Jude- and Christianity. And for him to do this with Biden's approval and burn in hell, George Soros, they have satisfactorily served Satan. Well, I will tell you, there is so much emotion tonight. And this is a sad day. I agree with you for American justice. Sal, thank you very much. Let's go to John, line eight. Uh, John, your thoughts. You're a court clerk. Am I correct? Right. I'll go quick, Rita. There's not much time. I'm not going to be emotional. I'm not saying I'm a fan of anybody. But Bragg came from the Southern District. And in the Southern District, in the federal courts, they try to get as many counts as they can. I know this because I work down in that area. Rudy Giuliani will tell you this. And when you get a lot of counts, you know, sometimes the jurors say, well, he may not, if it gets to trial, we don't know if it'll get to trial. But if it goes to trial, he's in some trouble, Mr. Trump, because the jurors, my experience, they say, well, he, he may have not done all of these, but he must have done something that's 35 counts. And I really feel bad about it. But the reality is, I think he's 
facing some problems. Well, you know, you bring, by the way, you bring up a very good point that often uh, DAs, uh, anybody, will try to sort of overstack a case because you're right. Often they will throw out some cases and say, well, God, 35, uh, maybe one of them or maybe two or maybe three. Um, And I think that this is going to be a long road. I do think uh, that Trump will prevail, John, um, because hopefully any clear-minded jury, but yet uh, some crazy grand jury in New York indicted him based on Alvin Bragg. God help America. God help American justice. We will continue tomorrow night, everybody.